This is a HeadGum Podcast. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Oh my God. Okay. So before we begin the podcast, I need to tell you that I am getting over a concussion. It is Megan. the most insane thing that's happened to me because I felt like I had a concussion before, but not like this. I went to the doctor because I had a sore throat. Like I'm on this travel job right now. Okay. And so I went to, I went to the doctor for a sore throat and they, I thought they were going to give me antibiotics and a pat on the back. Uh-huh. They gave me a steroid shot in my ass. And so I was bent over. I was wearing a jumpsuit, no underwear, no bra. So I was like completely naked. And so they like gave it me the steroid shot. And then I went to go put my jumpsuit straps back on, but I was like bent over because it was in my ass. And <gasps> I, bent, I I stood up and I completely twisted. I'm five, four. So I fell from five and a half feet all the way to the ground, hit my head, had a huge ass welt on my head. Oh. And then I was out for, I don't know how long. And I woke up the, the room was spinning. I saw double everything. It looked like a kaleidoscope. Man. Like I felt like I was on ayahuasca. <laughs> it was Holy shit. so bad. So bad. I was throwing up crazy. And for days on end, like I was dizzy and tired. And I, my, the doctor prescribed like doing puzzles and stuff. So oh I'm my just- God. And how long is, was, was this all, what was the time frame of all of this? Like, of, of like f- from the shot to yeah. me on the floor. Yeah. Like, I think and, and it, being I, <laughs> girl. Shit. And I'm like already working again. I'm like, let's record a podcast. Megan. Oh it's, my God. Have you ever had a concussion before? No, babe. I hope can't, it never happens. I can't even imagine. Oh my gosh. It is awful. It is, it's crazy. Oh, you start throwing up. Like it, if I felt like I was throwing up something I ate in 2013. Oh like my. it was like <laughs> really intense. Is it just like, is it, what, is it like a, is it like an overwhelming like headache? Like I can't even imagine what that even feels like. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's a headache. You're dizzy. You don't know where you are. It was so hilarious too. Cause the, the lady came in and she was like, okay, let's do a neurological exam and make oh, sure yeah. like you have wherewithal. Right. And she was like, what's, uh, what's the date? What's your name? Who's the current president? And I was like, oh my God, like, I don't oh, even want to talk about this. No, Megan. Well, I'm so grateful. You know, I'm grateful that you're, uh, 
that we're here, you know? I am grateful that you're here. I'm, I'm happy and I can't wait. Your energy is so good. Like, it's so different. Like when you see people online and then you you do a podcast with them, you get to see different versions of them. True, And the cool true. thing is like you, I've, I've listened to your podcast and I've watched your TikToks and, and you you get to see the, the range yeah. of, of you. But in both, you have such a, a vivacious, lively energy. And I love, I love it. Megan, thank you. I I think that's important. You know what I mean? I think that's very yeah. important. Like, I think it's important to, you know, I mean, we got like this whole idea of like, you know, how we, who we are, how we present ourselves to be, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, the more we can be who we are in the way that we present ourselves to be, the better, right? I mean, I, I would, I, I, I like to choose my life to live in that way, you know. So I really appreciate that compliment. I really do, and I'm so grateful to be here, you guys. I mean, you guys have obviously been established forever, you know. So <laughs> I, I'm just trying to catch up. I'm really just trying to get at your guys's level, you know. So I'm really grateful to be here. Absolutely. Well, I have so many things to ask you. Um, for everyone listening, the voice you are hearing right now, this is Jenny Chang. She is an event planner, spiritual and business coach, like a ray of fucking sunshine. <laughs> I love it. She just, she has a, her own podcast called the Jenny Chang Experience. Um, and what over a million TikTok followers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> Which girl. is like, it's so insane because as a, an event planner going into COVID, that must have been a big hit. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, no, I, I love, I love that you're saying that. That's exactly, and honestly, I mean, I, I feel, I mean, that's what my whole mission revolved around for the last 11 years. You know, I established this, this entire event planning firm, you know, revolving around experiential planning and design. Mm-hmm. And um, so this pandemic hit and the entire industry just completely sunk, you know, and um, but I'm grateful because I I do have like other establishments that have been really kind of keeping us afloat. But yeah, I mean, when when this whole thing crashed, like my survival instinct really like kicked in, you know, and um, I was like, well, the only thing that I can really do at this time is like instead of operating, all I can really do is like, you know, really wear the hat of a CMO. Right. Mm -hmm. And so marketing really was important. But I wanted to take a more playful approach to really kind of expanding, you know, on on um, just, you know, again, presenting a little bit more of like an open uh, personality, you know, to attract like a lot of different types of people and whatnot. So that's kind of how I started TikTok. And that was in April. Yeah, I saw that. I was like scrolling down to the bottom because I, I'm i so into spirituality and yeah. manifestations and all the positive thinking, law of attraction. Yes. And so it was like so perfect. And I, the, one of your first TikToks that I had seen was one of the tarot ones. Is everything okay? Everything is, everything is good. As good as it can be, girl. I'm going to do this to myself, though. I'll be honest with you. For everyone listening, um, Jenny's setup is falling apart That's and I'm completely- loving every moment of it i'm having i'm having a tower oh my god you guys are amazing you know what guys does this work oh oh lord okay uh but you guys can hear me all right i can hear you hey oh i'm back okay 
beelining it to introduce the podcast because that's what I'll do here. This is another episode of Just a Tip, an advice podcast that's equally about its tangents as it is about its tips. I am obviously your host, Megan Batoon, post-concussion, and now I will resume talking about the first TikTok I saw of Jenny Chang's. So... <laughs> Don't you love my segue? That was amazing. <laughs> wow. Oh my God. But the, so I, the first one I saw was a tarot card. You had, you were doing a reading and your energy was like on point. It reminded me of all my, my dance friend, my dance friends from the Bay area. Okay. There's like, where are you from? I'm, uh, I'm from California. I'm from Los Angeles. Okay, yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. Um, that maybe makes sense of like the cool vibe of like, it feel, you feel like a dancer to me. Oh, which is I- awesome. but then I scrolled all the way down to the beginning of your TikToks to see if like you were always doing like spiritual TikToks and in the beginning you hadn't right so what was the transition into doing spirituality no that's uh, I love that I love that question because I feel like we all go through this phase where you know at first you know there's this like whole idea of watching someone do something that we all have this passion to do right so I was like you know a viewer and observer of like tarot YouTube videos and whatnot for like a few years now you know and um and it was only about a year and a half ago where I decided to buy my own tarot cards and uh really kind of just you know practice very naturally organically personally very much just on my own and then um with tiktok you know when i got on the map we didn't have a lot of features to be able to like you know really kind of have our you know they didn't really activate all these like newer features that we're able to use now as creators right um so that's why like i kind of started you know mirroring a lot of the trends mirroring a lot of the different things that were challenges or whatnot um lip singing and you know (laughs) whatever it is that that tiktok really was known for and then um but what I was doing on the back end of going live right so I would go live um but I wanted to bring a lot more value to my viewers and a lot more like value to my audience instead of just sitting there being like Q&A time you know what I mean like right and so I was like I didn't want it to to be one-sided so I decided I was like, well, I watch all these YouTube videos and and I love the personalities that I come across. Um, I love giving tarot advice just as a whole, you know, from a more uh, private level. And so I decided I was like, well, let's go live and let's just see what comes out. And if it resonates with the crowd, then it resonates with the crowd. If it doesn't, then fuck it. At least we tried it, you know? Yeah. So I was just I was very much just going live giving tarot readings. And then I started to notice like how many people in the room were just like exploding with positivity and this cry for help in a way right Megan and so I decided I was like well that's really interesting because you know it's it becomes so much more personable right to be able to connect with someone that you are aiding that you are helping right right so I wanted to attract more of that so I decided I was like well I know I'm doing all these duets and I'm, and I'm, you know, putting out all these like random videos of me, like humping, you know, a kitchen counter and, you know, whatever the hell. But I wonder what would happen if I were to just take a little bit of my live experience on TikTok and I put it in like a, a 30 second video and, um, and I just, you know, say something in the lines of, Hey, if this video pops up on your for you page, well then 
this shit is for you. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so I decided, I was like, all right, I'm going to make it. And I posted it and I can't tell you, Megan, it was insane. Like, I remember having a, a feeling anxiety. Like I, I felt like my phone was having a seizure girl because it was like the notifications were so hot, you know? Really? Mm. And till this day, I think the first tarot video that I actually put on, it might be, I think we're at about 6 million views on it and then over a million likes. Um, and that's incredible, you know? And so yeah. when I started to really see that there was this huge um, crowd of people that were not just in in desire of the entertainment of it, but also like in need of yes. that. Yes, I um, just got chills. Yeah. Oh my god that that is that is source. Right. That is the universe. That yes. is like a really good sign. Right. Wow. Yes. And so wow. uh, then I kind of took it a little bit further, and I was like, all right, well that's great. And then I kind of tested a lot of different types of strategies around it. Then the second post was like, all right, we'll pick a card. You know. <laughs> Like, here's three decks, like, pick a side. And then um, I just kind of played around with it. And then all of a sudden, this whole big thing where I always start the videos being like, namaste, Jenny Chang, gangsters. And like, yeah. that whole thing turned into a brand in itself. And so, mm-hmm. um, and that's kind of, you know, how it all really started. Yeah. And that's so cool. And, and Megan, this is what's crazy. Um, I was at 88,000 followers when I was just doing trends and when I was doing consistent videos, duetting or whatnot. But I went from 88,000 followers to, I remember right when I really launched like tarot and advice and really kind of putting myself a little bit more on the map, I went from 88 to 400,000 in like less than a month. It is it like, that's so incredible <sighs> from a numerical perspective, but mm. I'm full of chills because you are in alignment with what you love to do and you're bringing that to the forefront and you're shining as who you are not what the internet is i'm getting chills again oh my god i've never gotten chills like this (laughs) we're in the 5d now (laughs) holy shit we're in the matrix oh my god no honestly like i've i've been going to this one specific psychic uh, for mm. a couple years. And every time something happens where she's like, this is it, like, this is like, vi- this is mm-hmm. very strong. She's like, I have chills yeah. all over. And it's very like, true. I never understood what she meant mm. by that. Mm-hmm. But when you say things and I can feel them and I know that like, that is your path and your purpose. Right. I'm like, what if I'm getting chills again? <laughs> oh my Oh my God. I, am I a fucking reader? <laughs> well, I'll tell you, girl, you definitely, you're definitely an intuitive without a doubt. You know? Yeah. Um, but no, I, I, I love that. I love that we're responding and we're connecting, right? That's a real yeah. conversation, isn't it? That's a real it's conversation. beautiful. Mm. There's a difference between, and this is what I'm experiencing too in my, my life. One of your podcasts was about love and I mm. obviously listened to that. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm dealing with like new versions of feeling love right. in my life. Right. And it's so interesting that before I, I had likened it to, you know, have you ever been to a, a carnival, I guess, and you get like a, a goldfish in a bag? Yeah, yes. So, and when you take it home, you have to put it in the aquarium and get it, get the water acclimated before you can release it into the bigger expanse of the 
the tank. True, true. Yes, so yes. I felt like my entire life, I I was the goldfish in a bag, mm. and now I'm able to be in a big ass aquarium. Wow. And it's like, oh, I didn't know I could feel like that. Like right. I, it's so it's so beautiful. And when you start connecting with people and having a conversation like we're having now, right. and you start to feel physical manifestations in your body, like goosebumps right. or like buzzing, like yeah. th- those are signs that you're connecting. Absolutely. With, with like the trueness of what this world is about. No, no, you're absolutely right. And Megan, like, I just want to dive a little bit deeper into that. I love that analogy of goldfish in a bag before we get acclimated to the aquarium, right? Yeah. For me, it's like when we live in that goldfish bag, when we live in that, you know, that that plastic bag where we all kind of start when it comes to really being in touch with our 3D experience, right? there's an underlying craving. It's like an underlying crave, right? Like a passion. We call it passion. We call it a crave. We call it something that we feel is meant to be more, have more, see more, right? And that is just um, no different than our spirit being so homesick. Mm. You know what I mean? Oof. It's like our spirit is so homesick in, in regards to just being back, plugged in, being connected back to source, Right. Mm -hmm. And we don't stop, you know, daydreaming. We don't stop fantasizing about that bigger picture until we get there, until we get acclimated, you know. Right. And then once we get into that aquarium, it really just kind of feels like, fuck, I'm home. Right. Yeah. And that's. I I think (laughs) (laughs) I think it's it's so interesting because. Uh, like kind of similarly to you when you started TikTok and doing the trends and seeing like what TikTok was for itself before you found your niche to it. The same thing I was going through on YouTube. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what I was like the videos I was making. I didn't know that I I could talk about mental health or therapy or do DIY or interior design. Like I didn't know my path, but I was trying all of them. Mm -hmm. And I think what's the most interesting thing is your path will always show itself to you whenever the time is right. And I'm thinking about like when I was reading your website, like you started your first startup at 19 mm-hmm. of like the event planning and, and started to do all these things. And it was so, it's so great. Cause you've always been helping people right. and, in some way yeah. or another, but like in getting on TikTok and you're like doing this, the normal internet things. And then right when you, you did something for you that you brought your authentic self into it, yeah. then you're able to help other people immensely and instantly. Right. And how beautiful is it? It's almost like, you know, not COVID wasn't existed for this to happen mm. to you, but in a way that your path has changed because of it for the purpose of helping others and right. bringing your light into the world in the way that the world is going now, which yeah. is TikTok. No, absolutely. And um, no, that's, and I, 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 that's where I kind of really, uh, I resonate so much with like the way that you just, you know, paid out this entire timeline. And, you know, again, it all comes down to that divine timing, right? Mm. Um, and, um, you know, being an entrepreneur and being 19 years old, I started all these different businesses, but I, I really lived under that rock. You know, I, I, I was in creator mode, I was in builder mode, and I just kind of shut down all of these like walls around me so that I can stay focused and being able to establish this reputation, this level of success in which I always like aim to be or do right and um but it does take it's crazy how it takes a world pandemic for me to wake up to the reality that like 
you can still do just about anything, right? You can be an entrepreneur, right? But you can also very much mutually be an influencer too. You know, they, mm-hmm. they do go hand in hand if we do it Absolutely. the right way, right? Right. And, and so for me, it's, it's just my journey has been a little bit more backwards, Megan. It's always just been like I was an entrepreneur for 11 years and now I'm really hitting that influential market, uh, which I'm so grateful for. Um, but this is what feels more divinely ordered. Does that make sense? Like, yes, it feels so in alignment to um my path and it's just and but it's just the beginning it's just the tip you know the tip of the iceberg right right um so no I appreciate the way that you've outlined that blueprint because that's exactly how it feels that's exactly how it's been and it's probably helping so much your Mm. your background in business and in event planning of you're doing um I saw you're doing a live event is it a virtual event it is yes okay that's great. That's so smart. Look at you. You're you're doing it, girl. And we're about to do one too. Okay. <laughs> okay. This is so so. Here, here's my here's my thing, and I hope that a lot of people will be inspired by this concept, right? But so I'm a I. That's my by trade. I'm an experiential director. Like I need to throw. I need to be able to go through a manifestation process, right? Mm-hmm. And when you're planning an experience, when you're planning an explosion of. Um, memories to come right uh revolving one day for whoever it is right you're literally going through the law of attraction process you know it starts by allocating the desire then it Mm -hmm. leads to being connected to the right people the right time and then I never I did I did exactly that I would connect my clients to the right vendors right destination right moments and then it goes to this visualization visualization process where you have to see it all before it's all birthed to life right Right. Then you manifest it all to life to where you can tangibly touch it. That's still the law of attraction journey, isn't it? Yeah. But then what's amazing, Megan, is like if we were to see the same lens of your entrepreneurship journey and that process, right, then manifestation is no different than just us humans building a few steps, right, in in order for us to get there. And so... I always want that to be in my veins, the, the ability to be able to throw experiences for people to be able to feel, right? Yes. And so I decided, I was like, why don't I take my experiential background, right? And let's couple it with my very premature, but still very expansive, influential present reality. Mm-hmm. And let's create an event to where it's very obtainable for my fans to be able to work with me to create with me, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm preaching about, you know, all of these spiritual things, but like, and I I preach about visualization. I wrote an ebook about it, all of these things, but who's actually going to sit there and give my fans a makeover, you know, who's going to do that better than me. Right. Right. Um, well, at least, you know, in, in this journey of where I'm, I'm staying focused on. And so I decided to throw this event, uh, invite, you know, all my fans. And, um, we started selling tickets. I sold, I think 50 tickets in five minutes, you know, wow, nice. Yeah. And it's all to be there with my fans to help really build an active vision board. Right. So that we can all set ourselves up for success in 2021. That is so, so. amazing. I love it. And I love that you said that it, it's, um, 
like planning memories to come. Yeah. Like of event planning. Because mm. that's basically what a vision board is. Hey. You're planning the life that you want to come. And right. that's so, I just, I also love that. I'm going to go back to this again. I just think it's so beautiful that I've been on the internet since I was 21, maybe. Mm. I'm 29 now. So it's like, I feel like it's been more than that. It's I've been on the internet for a very long time. I, wow. my, all of my 20s have been on the internet, like in the embarrassing hair stages. You are. And when I'm like, it's, it has been a journey. You are an OG, baby. <laughs> You're an OG. Truly. But like the coolest thing is like is seeing the difference of where where this all started. Mm. Where when I first got on the internet, everybody wanted to be like highly saturated videos and everything right. looking perfect. And then we went through a a phase where it was a little bit more um, like really like gritty and down to earth yeah. and relatable and and clumsy. And like that's kind of where I started to come like rise into uh. the conversation. And then now maybe it's just because this is where my focus is going, mm. but there it's leading into like definitely mental health is is on the forefront, which mm -hmm. I'm loving. But yeah. now even like spirituality in internalization and like uh, doing the self-work and self-exploration. Right. And what makes me so excited from being on the internet so much is a personality like you coming on to TikTok oh. where there's so many young people. Right. And there's a lot, what I, I'm learning that TikTok is, is really doing good ass work right now yeah. with spirituality and like shifting and lucid dreaming. Right. And I'm loving it so much. And I, and I just love that, like that you're getting, you're getting recognized for true authenticity and not for like trends and not right. for being like a hot 17 year old dancing. And there's nothing wrong with that. Right. But like, I love that you're offering something of tangible goodness yeah. of, of where this world should be. I they think, and I'm not saying should or shouldn't, but like I think would benefit from. Yeah. And I, I just think it's so great. And I'm I'm very happy for you. Oh, Megan, thank you. Thank you. God, you're so poetic. You know, you're very <laughs> no, it's, it's also the the oh, the, yes. the way that you do it is very smart as well. Because TikTok is an app for uh like people that don't have a, a really long um attention span right and so you're doing it with like really good energy to to capture anyone's attention right and in tarot like i remember going to a psychic who did uh tarot for uh. me and she would say like uh, when you're shuffling if there's a card that jumps out it's called a jumper uh -huh. and when you're on the for you page it's like a digital jumper <laughs> yeah. and i think it's so smart like you are you're very smart and i love it i love it i love it thank you megan i really appreciate it i think I think it's important that, you know, when you get like 30 to 60 seconds to present, you know, a download, right? Or when you're, you, when you're sharing yeah. magic with anyone within like a short amount of time, it's a important to, it, I think it's, I think it's hard for some people to improvise, right? And, um, but that's all I've got, you know, when it comes to these advices and whatnot, like a 30 second advice, like if you're not improvising it in that moment, while it's authentically, you know, presenting itself, um, then is it even real at all? You know what I mean? So right. I really appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you, <laughs> Megan. When was the first time that you were interested in tarot or spirituality in general? So 
I want to say that I really started my spirituality, like practice, practice journey when I was 19. Um, okay. Yeah. So super, super young. Um, but I was always an intuitive. So when I was a little kid, like I always felt and sensed all these emotions and I can feel the energy of rooms and people and absorb other people's pain. And so, but I just remember, you know, really suppressing that. And every single one of us do very naturally. We don't even realize we're doing that, but there's so much of us that's afraid to really confront what it is uh, that's making us feel either uncomfortable or, um, or even having to face the reality of our truth, right? So I suppressed my intuition for a good amount of years. I want to say like over a decade or so. And so really, mm-hmm. and when I was 19, it really started to, you know, manifest itself through curiosity. Right. So like, um, I started to like read a lot more books, you know, I started to, you know, first I was really into astrology, oh my God. Full body chills. right? Right. And we resonate. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. And in the beginning, like I was so just into astrology, right, Megan? Like I was super into being a Libra, you know? And I was like, oh, I'm a Libra. Oh, mm-hmm. the best sign ever. And like I just kept reading like books and books on it. But then um, I think the biggest thing was, you know, when I would walk into these bookstores with the intention of just reading more on astrology, all to find like books finding their way to me, as opposed to like me finding Mm -hmm. other books to look into, you know? And so, yeah. Uh, I, I got into other books that would really t- teach me about like the law of focus, the law of, uh, you know, your thoughts, the law of rise and fall. Right. Uh, and this has everything to do with our connection to our higher selves, doesn't it? And it also has mm-hmm. all this connection revolving like the law of attraction and the science of all of this. And then it got me into another book where like quantum physics and spirituality like merge and become yes. one. Right. So like that's the breaking habit of being yes. yourself. You know? You know that book? Yes. But it's so... No, no, no. I just like quantum physics and law of attraction together. It's like that is the science of spirituality. Yes. And that's the difference between... Oh my gosh. It's it's the, oh my gosh. I am the same way. And Geeking child, out. Astrology child. is like child's play. Yup. Yup. And that's the thing. It's like when you get to that level where you couple, you literally couple the, the, the logic and creativity of the universal bylaws. That's mm-hmm. when, that's when things start to really fucking make sense. You know, that's it's the, that is the starting point. Yeah, right. like I literally feel like the, the, the end of I'm 29 now. So like my Saturn return is kind of happening. I mm. feel like 30 is going to be year one. I feel oh. like I just am now starting to learn how to live right. because of because I'm opening myself up to the spiritual bylaws and understanding and having these conversations and meeting like minded people. I'm like, oh, my God, my journey is starting now. Well, think about and, and think about how powerful that is literally in in this moment, I want you to legitimately sit there and absorb this reality. If you can get as successful as you've become, right, from the age of 29, 21 to 29 years old, right, all on your own, or at least thinking we're doing it on our own, right? 
Imagine when we get to that perspective, when we open up the channels and realize that we've never been actually alone doing this, right? We've always been orchestrated by our spirit guides. We've been divinely ordered. We are just remembering what we always said we were going to do in this lifetime anyway, right? So it's now imagine when you turn 30 years old for the next decades to come, when you have that kind of spiritual backup, you're going to be unstoppable, right? right? It's game over, man. Like wings. Yes. I am flying. Girl, (laughs) it's game over. Like, world, y'all have to watch out, right? Concussion or not, CC world? (laughs) I was almost like, what if I got a concussion and then I, like, became like this? Right? Yay. (laughs) Like, now I'm an intuitive because I had my concussion. (laughs) I'm like, bang my head more. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's, it's a beautiful feeling. And I, um, I also say that to myself a lot in love. I always say to myself, I'm like, damn, Jen, if you can get to where you've been from 19 to 31 years old, you know, all on your own without like your right hand partner in crime. Imagine when you do meet that soulmate and your heart is just so pulsed with love and abundance and receiving energy is Mm -hmm. game over me. That's it. (laughs) Me? Did you just say it's game over me? (laughs) (laughs) That is amazing. So, yeah. So, yeah, I love I love that you and I have that commonality. You know, I feel like people tend to get a little bit bored, don't they? When they get to that point where they have to start like learning about math again or quantum physics and the logical side. Oh, my gosh. But that's the real magic. It's you know what? I Mm -hmm. never understood understood. (laughs) I never understood Mm -hmm. what quantum mechanics meant Mm -hmm. in science class. But then when I was doing the spiritual work now, it's like for everyone listening, the easiest way that I can explain it, it's like they do an experiment where there's a lot of molecules flying around Mm -hmm. everywhere and they only, they only go through the hole when you're looking at it. Mm -hmm. So basically the easiest way to describe quantum mechanics and uh, law of attraction together is what you focus on, it will manifest itself. Right. Like your, your output is your outcome. Like whatever you think about, whatever you focus on, that's what the universe is going to give you more of. It's the Absolutely. same exact thing of quantum mechanics. When you look at it, it behaves the way you think it will. Right. So like, it's that, that same thing when people say like, w- this is like a saying that I remember being told when I was in like elementary school, mm. but it was like on the posters <laughs> on the walls. It was saying like, if you think you can, or you, or if you think you can, or you think you can't, uh-huh. you, what the fuck is it saying? Um, <laughs> It, oh, if you think you can, and if you think you can't, you're probably right. Something oh, like I that. See, but I see. It's however you think it is what's going to happen. That will because be. as soon as you think yeah. it, that it's it, it, a thought is just another, um, another like energy force out in the world. Exactly. As soon as you think of something, you've put it out into right. the universe, whether right. you said it or not. Right. So be careful about your thoughts. It's true. Because the universe is listening. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's also, and I, 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 you know what? I used to get really freaked out by that, Megan. And I wonder if you did too, you know? And I think a lot of our, our listeners would uh, also be a little bit intimidated by that concept, right? Like, oh, wow. Yeah. Like you, you almost get scared to think. It's like, fuck, 
Yeah, you know? I know, I know, I know. I don't want to think about shit. It's like, no, it's, <laughs> it's not, it's not even just so much this whole like, oh, don't think it per se. It's, it's, it's whatever you think will manifest itself, right? However, that thought has to be backed up so much by emotions, and feelings and a belief in a way like there's got to be an equal part of you that believes in that thought whether you like that thought or not right and it's absolutely and it stimulates it's almost like putting a beating heart to an idea right again Mm -hmm. and when you do that that's what really manifests itself right because i can sit here and start thinking about all kinds of shit girl i mean best believe right but it it, it won't (laughs) it won't mean that all of that is what's manifesting it's just what am i giving a beating heart to yes Mm -hmm. right yeah when it yeah when when it gets momentum like the the more that you think a thought it starts to become a belief right you add that belief to a thought then you've got momentum in whatever way it's almost like um like the beating heart analogy it's like you have the pipes of anything and you just it's turning the water on exactly that's when things start to flow yup yup that's exactly when it starts to happen yeah Mm-hmm. I love that. And that's another thing too. It's like with quantum, uh, and I'm sure you've already practiced this, but like when you start to understand the worlds, the coexistent world between logic and creativity, right. And really understand yeah. like the, 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 the mathematics and also the, the creation of what it is that we're manifesting, uh, it, it gets very reassuring to understand why things are happening here, why we feel a craving for something else, um, understanding the world's of parallel timelines, how to timeline hop, you know, due to all of these mechanics. Like that's when things get really fun, you know? So it's like, it is crazy. The world yeah. we live in is insane and it gets more beautiful every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a question. Okay. Like, absolutely. We have a question, um, but I'm going to get to it after we take a quick break. Okay. So we're going to take a quick break. Love that. Jenny's going to give us an extra piece of advice you can find at Just a Tip Podcast on Instagram, and then we'll be back. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I am, I am so 
excited to be talking to you. Like oh, I, I'm, I was like feeling really like low because mm, of my concussion. No, <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, we're gonna do it. But now I'm like, I'm buzzing because this is so. This is what I'm most passionate about right, right now. I think right. it's so interesting that the world is pushing me to where I need to be. And it's it's always been this. I thought I was like, oh, I'm going to help by like making people laugh. And I was doing comedy mm. in the beginning. And then I was like, oh, then I'm going to help like talking about anxiety and being right. open about mental health. And it's like, oh, now I'm going to start talking about law of attraction and positive mm. thinking. And it's like, wow. It's and, all. And Megan, that's the thing. It's like for you, I feel like this is also like, I want you to really learn how to enjoy even the most challenging parts of what it is that you're going through like enjoy the 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 journey of discovery right because what you're essentially doing is like you're building the umbrella to to essentially like like house everything that you are and you're so multi-talented that like you're so good at so many little to large things that it's hard to for you to feel confident in knowing like what am what's my like actual like horse with blinders on focus all the way through um but just know that like you're meant to do a little to a lot of a lot of different things you know it's just a matter of like really building that umbrella over your head you know what i mean um mm-hmm. because you're i'm just feeling this very intuitively but you're um you you you're you're so full of this feminine energy you know and that's why you're so good at what you do and that's why you're able to attract so many like people that like like you know like attracts like right but Mm -hmm. but it's a matter of like using your feminine energy and but um but sometimes our feminine energy tends to challenge us right because we get a little bit like critical of ourselves and like we try to figure it out too much when we're like ah i don't know you know overly trying to understand, you know, uh, these emotions and, and feeling like sometimes we're, we don't know if we're doing this for other them, for their pleasure, for our own pleasure. You know what I mean? So right. if, if you tap in a little of your masculine energy, like it won't matter mm-hmm. who it's for, you're just going to stay very balanced for what it is that like you're going to create, you know? Yeah. That's so funny that you say that. I I had someone close to me talk to me about my divine feminine energy. Mm-hmm. Of it. It's like, it takes over. It's so which powerful. Is like, it's so, which is beautiful in a way. But at the same time, I'm like, how, how do I, how do I have more masculine energy? Mm-hmm. How do I do that? Mm. I think for me, like, see, I'm OD on masculine energy. <laughs> like, girl, I like too masculine energy, but I, I, so, um, one way to start, Megan, is just to really activate, like, um, if you were to make a decision on something, right, like you got to consciously be like, I'm not going to make this decision out of emotions. What's making me feel Mm. emotional about this decision and what's making me feel very practical and logical about this decision, you know? Um, that's a good way. And then another way is like when you're having a conversation with someone and let's say you want someone to do something, right? Like, let's say instead of beating around the bush and trying to make them feel nurtured around what you want them to do, just be like direct about it. No apologies Interesting. needed. Mm-hmm. When you start to practice I, that, I, B, I got you. 
it's it's so funny because like I I I had a conversation this morning at uh-huh. breakfast uh-huh. and I wanted to ask someone something uh-huh. and I knew where I wanted the conversation to go yeah. but I asked like seven questions in order to get to that one topic mm. when I could have just asked the question Golly. but I was like I need it to be uh-huh. covert and I need it to be natural and I need uh-huh. them to feel comfortable and right. safe and like I'm not gonna judge them oh. and I'm like damn I just really want to know like what is your diverse income? Right. Like, I just right. wanted to know. <laughs> <laughs> Megan, I'm telling you, babe, like it's going to suit you so fucking well too. It's going to suit yeah? you so well. Like, absolutely. <sighs> like if you just go straight shot to the vein, right? Like be, imagine like, imagine us getting our blood drawn. Right. And the nurse, like, and the nurse constantly having to like poke at different veins. It would hurt. Oh, yeah. It would hurt like a bitch. It would hurt. Right? I'd you're like, right. I'd be like, fuck you. You're not touching my body. Right? And then I'd want to work with someone. And then I'd be like, I want to work with someone that knows how to get right to the vein. Right? It's the right. same thing. It's like, let's not beat around the bush with no shit. Let's get straight to the point. That really helps you strengthen the balance of your masculine energy. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Mm-hmm. Like for me. Oh, my gosh. For me to be able to balance out my feminine energy, I got to be more vulnerable. You know, I got to be like, I got to look at someone and be like, hey, you know what? Let me feel into that. That hurt. That hurt very bad. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I got to be like more vulnerable. Yeah. But oh my gosh. And that's where mm. that is my ocean. Oh. I swim in everyone else's tears. Like I am. <laughs> I am in the emotions. Like I am drowning. I know. And it's and I like it. But at the same time, I'm like, damn, this shit it, like it hurts. Too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel you. I I'm feel like, oh, you. I'm feeling everything. Yeah. As like also an empath, like you know that as like, oh my gosh, how how many other people's emotions can I mm. wear and carry for them? Baby, you gotta do it's some, a lot. And you gotta do some Reiki, okay? All you gotta do is type in YouTube, right? Like protect energy Reiki, you know? And just listen to that okay. vibration, like put that in your room. You know what I mean? There's other Reiki's like for you, what you need to work on, on your Reiki level is your, um, not your sacral, your root chakra, mm. your root chakra. And this shit right here. I forgot what it's called. It's not the sacral. Uh, it's the root and the one right under your heart chakra. Okay. Just look into those two. You're, you can straighten okay. that and listen to Reiki on those vibrations, okay? Okay, will do. Oh, I'm, I'm so excited to work on my masculine. That's going to help me a lot. Because yes. I feel like I, mm-hmm. I really just like, I slip under the rug all the time. Because <sighs> I'm them. so gentle and I'm so delicate I with people. Know. And I like caring. And I'm like, <gasps> sometimes I'm just like, come on. <laughs> yeah. But that is great. Okay, I cannot. That's what I'm going to be reading all night about yeah. that. I am. I am so excited. I got you, girl. Okay. Um, I'm gonna. When we come back from this break, I'm gonna unplug my headphones for a okay. second and to play the question because they record it. Oh wow. Um, and then okay. I'll plug it back in. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You okay. tell me what I need to do. Okay. And we are back. Are you ready to hear somebody's question about love? Yes. Heck yes. <laughs> I remember I listened to one of your episodes uh, of your podcast and you had said that that's like the most asked thing ever is love. Without a doubt. 
it's like it's like but honestly i'm guilty of it too because i'm like if we're not talking about love what do i what do we really want to fucking talk about ah, you yes. know? Like, <laughs> i want to talk about love let's go i want to talk about love in because the thing about mm-hmm. love it's is it's not just like a, a romantic love with somebody else to me in my opinion it's like the love that of the the world the love of art the love of yourself the mm-hmm. love of expanding the human experience the love of feeling everything the love right. of connection so it's like that all of that is under the umbrella of love and True. so why well, if you're talking about anything love is going to be there somehow anyway absolutely absolutely okay let me see if i can find this question oh <gasps> oh interesting ooh, ooh. The question is called love, but the MP3 file is called loner. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> this is getting juicy. I know. Okay. Okay, here, here we go. Hi, Megan and Guess. I'm 21 years old, and over the past couple of years, I recently started to go to therapy, which I found to be very helpful, especially after listening to your podcast in regards to my personal growth. But one thing I've noticed that I've always struggled with even now, is my love life. I'm that one friend that has never been in a relationship, and I've noticed that your podcast episodes have revolved around love lately. So if you have any advice in regards to love and putting yourself out there, especially in these difficult times, that would be greatly appreciated. Thank you so much for listening, and I wish you the best in the future. Sincerely, Lovely Loner. Bye. Oh, my God. So sweet. Oh, you lovely loner, you. Oh, that was so sweet, Megan. The whole thing. I The whole thing. I love so much. I love that you're in therapy. Oh, my gosh. That's the best. Um, I'm so happy and excited for your personal growth. I... I do think it's so funny that all the podcast episodes have revolved around love lately. Um, (laughs) I didn't realize that, but I guess they have. Um, Because again, everyone is talking about love for a reason. Uh, So, Jenny, take it away. This is your wheelhouse. If everyone asks you about love, what is the thing that we need to know? Girl. Well, let me just say, (laughs) okay. Um, First, it's so important for us to recognize, you know, a being present to where we are in in our circumstances, right? Like shifting with the world, evolving with the world, um, knowing that you know we are limited <laughs> to our experiences, right? Uh, in when it comes to dating and finding love or whatnot. But the the number one thing that I always go to when it start when it goes to when it comes to love, right? Uh, or putting ourselves on the map. It's to date, to have fun, not to find the one, mm. you know? Oh, Ooh, right. Now, put that on a shirt. Oh, let me say that again, baby. So I'm <laughs> a, let me, let me say that. Again. It's going to be date to have fun, not to find the one. Now where wow. for me, what, why is that so important? So like, you know, I'm, I'm again, like I was a serial entrepreneur. I lived, you know, under a rock for 11 years. I was single for like six to seven years before I met my ex, but again, he's still an ex. So here I am back on the market. Um, but for me, like what I end up doing is like, I put all my energy in so much of what I can create and what I can control. Right. And so, um, you know, that, that I always need need the ability to be able to stay 
in this feminine energy. Like my, my, my soul craves to have a touch of like feminine energy. Right, Megan. And so, um, you know, so sometimes what I'll do is I'll go on and off like dating apps. Right. Um, and it doesn't really matter. I don't have an expectation when I'm creating a profile per se. I'm really just, you know, putting in the best image i'm putting in the best responses right um i'm really just kind of downloading this app and, and and putting myself a little bit more on the map so that i can exchange an energy of flirtatious and seductive energy you know what i mean um especially if you know we have a challenge in really being able to attract that or if love in itself is just not an area where we've always learned to manage or we've learned to really invest our energy towards um i always just go back to the very basics to the very beginning, you know, um, and that's as simple as have no expectations, you know, create this beautiful yes. profile, which is real, by the way, no catfish shit, but real, real, like, you know, real photos, <laughs> up to date, COVID and everything. Right. And, um, and, and get on there right? Like there's no right or wrong and start swiping and start matching and start exuding the energy of like a flirty side to you, right? This nostalgic side uh, of your energy and allow yourself to just connect with people and date to go into having more of a fun experience as opposed to trying to find the one experience. Yeah. I love that so much. You know? <laughs> I No, absolutely. And I think what's so like eye-opening to me is I was single for like spouts at a time. Like I, mm. I would, I would be dating like monogamous, like very serial monogamous dater, like back to back to back. And I was never mm -hmm. over my, my previous ex when I was in one relationship and that would taint that relationship. And so it would just right. be a terrible, it was like the worst game of dominoes, like loved mm. emotional dominoes. It was terrible. And mm. then um, I, I told myself like, I'm going to be single for at least a year. And then I was, and, and that year I, I got really busy with work and I didn't even date casually, like mm -hmm. nothing. I, I, mm -hmm. I think I got in a dating app once, but never met up with anybody because I just was too busy for it yeah. um, with my work and my internal work. And I really yeah. like from that one year, I grew so much. And then I started to attract yeah. way better people than I have Ooh. ever attracted before. And I was like, wow, I didn't even know that these people existed. And what's most interesting is in the very beginning, right. I didn't even see the people that I started to date as mm. um, like, I didn't even know that they were going to be in my life romantically because I right. just was best friends with them. Cause right. we would have the, the, we would have so much fun, Jenny, like yeah. the most fun I've ever had with anybody, the most open. I remember one time, um, I slept in the same bed with this guy, but we were just friends, but we just, uh -huh. there wasn't enough bed. So we had to share a bed and we like, uh -huh. we fist bumped and said like, all right, good night, homie. And we, oh. we turned our backs in and then like ended up sleeping. Uh -huh. And then like that became someone that be, was so important to me. And it became like an emotional connection of like, wow. oh, I've never felt this way ever. Wow. But it, it, I didn't even know because it was, you were a friend first. You were mm -hmm. a best friend. And then I knew right. your soul. And then I fell in love with your soul. Yeah. And it's just so interesting that like, I love like date for fun, not for the one. Because right. I, it's like, that's what the basis of it was like follow right. what's easy follow what you like follow what makes yeah. you feel you and free and alive exactly and that will lead you somewhere beautiful wherever exactly. that is 
And it'll always be so unexpected, isn't it? It's always in the ways that is, that's always so unexpected. And you have to imagine, like I've, I grew up, you know, planning luxury weddings for almost an entire decade as well. And so my favorite question, uh, you know, when it got to interviewing my couples before representing them was like, tell me all the events, right? Tell me all the events that led you here, right? All the good, all the bad, you know? And one of my most famous questions was, who are you both independently, right? Yes. And then, and then who did you become interdependently? Oh. <laughs> right? <laughs> I love that. Because think about it. Like at some point, Megan, you are independently an identity now, right? And then your soulmate is independently an identity of your soulmate now right Mm -hmm. and then but then when you get together you become interdependently quite special you become you create this combustion of energy that defines you know a new definition of love a new definition of an energy that's actually meant to expand the universe right yeah so so it's so important like if you really look down from high view of your own journey right in that whole situation you had to become a very specific version of yourself that you wanted to become, that you wanted to allocate, that you wanted to get to know, right? Yep. And and once you got to know, whether it was her highest peak or just the beginning, right? You still elevated, you went up the elevator, not down the elevator. And as you did ascend, you were only bound to attract the people that were at your level, right? in this new transformation, this new shift and development that you've evolved into. Absolutely. So then, but then it all kind of goes into this, this pressure, right? So, you know, everyone wants to ask like, oh, you know, how do I find love or what am I supposed to do? For one, like it's important to take little to large action every day to let love in, you know, like you gotta be receptive, but see like, to be in receiving energy, you can't set expectations, right? Mm-hmm. Larger, larger than your actual desire, larger than your knowing of self. You know what I mean? Right. So that's why when you go into this mentality, when you have this perspective, when you're dating, right? And you go into it, opening an app, or at least going to the supermarket and complimenting a man or complimenting a counterpart or someone that you see that's attractive, right? As if you're a little kid again, like you just activate that nostalgic energy where you're like, you know what? I'm just going to go in there and I'm going to give as many compliments and I'm going to just allow myself to flirt, have fun with it, be rejected and still be fun. Have You know, like be rejected and, yeah. and let that be a fun experience as well. Like when you go into love and this whole journey to finding love as a way to just have fun, that's when you actually start to bring in the one, you know? I mean, that's yes. what I yes. believe, you know? Because we're letting down I, all of these expectations, right? What do you think? And that's the, the same piece. I think so too. It's the same it's the same token as what we were talking about before of leading with your authenticity of mm-hmm. like going all the way back to you bringing spirituality onto TikTok and following yeah. your path instead of what everybody else is doing. And I right. think that's the key thing here is like follow follow the fun in everything and follow what makes you excited and feel alive because yeah. 
the more that it's so cliche. And the thing is like, now I'm in a, I know the more I talk about it, like in the future, I'll probably mm-hmm. get frustrated because I want everyone to know that I, I have at least this answer. You yeah. know, like once you yeah. unlock something right. of, of like this inner work, you're like, but this is the answer. I, I'm giving right. it to you. It's the, the answer right. is follow what makes you feel alive. What yes. you like, follow your interests and it will lead you to a place that you didn't know you wanted to go, but where you're right. always going to end up. That is it. And so like, that's all I can say is just like, follow. That's it. That that, that is the answer for everything. (laughs) Especially with love. Like it's so real. Mm -hmm. No, I I just feel like that's the most, I I think we're having like a little tiny lag. Um, That's the most important thing is making sure that you are an identity alone before you become with somebody else. Like the the saying that you can't love somebody else until you love yourself has never been more true. And I think once you do the work on loving yourself and, and actually loving yourself, not just saying like, I love me and I love myself. Like it's not just like singing that song. It's like truly being like, no, I, I love what I think. I love what I do. I love how I help people. I love how I live my life. Like you have to be your, your number one cheerleader right. in order for anyone to sign up for the squad. Right. Like you've got to do that. And so going back to lovely loner's question, like having any dating advice or like putting yourself out there. I, I don't know if I have advice to put yourself out there. I think your advice is great of like putting the energy and letting it flow. I think for me in my experience, the only time I've put myself out there is like romantically is when I put myself out there, not expecting any romance out of it. Right. Like when I connect with someone on a deep level, whether we're like having a drink together or we're just chilling, we're doing nothing, but we we can joke on everything or talk about really high spiritual concepts or existentialism or anything. I'm like, oh, we're connecting in a way that not a lot of people can connect with me or, or vice versa. And then from there, like I found love through that avenue, which I thought was just gonna be platonic. Kim, get the cat. No, I was listening the whole way through. I just wanted them to get the cat. I don't know if you could hear her meowing this whole goddamn oh. time. I was like <laughs> no. losing my shit. No, I honestly, no, Megan, like that's exactly it. Like for me too, it's the same thing. Like, cause dating is so on, it's such a, it's such an, on and it's it's an on again off again relationship with you know the universe right so like we all have someone in our past that we can allocate that was very one foot in one foot out in and out you know put us on the shelf took us down from the shelf you know it's very on and off but in the whole journey that we experience in love we have that journey with the universe too, where they're like, hey, like this is an on again and off again experience, right? And the reason why it's an on and off experience in your journey to find love is because you, my child, are going to evolve. You're gonna change. You're gonna grow. You're gonna be different than who you were three years ago, right? And and, and you're gonna- Three days ago even, yeah. And you're going to, you're going to meet a lot of people that are going to become your Northern stars, right? Towards who it, who it is that you're actually meant to be. And they're going to be the ones to support your, you know, that, that substantial journey for the rest of your, your lives to come. Right. 
So yeah. I, and, and if we can build that relationship first by understanding that it's okay to have an on and off relationship when it comes to this realm of love, then we'll see this as more of like a journey in which we're constantly, you know, a part of, right? As opposed to always being on the on the road to a tower moment or a road to, you know, always seeing things ending before it can actually start. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> I love that. I think you posted something on your Instagram uh, that I think would would play really well here. There's like a little, it's like a two people in a constellation of stars. Mm -hmm. And it says the people you meet are either reflections of a repeated cycle or guides towards a new start. Right. Notice the difference. Right. And I think that is, that's like in my dating experience, uh, that's, that's what I, I would receive the, the people that I was on the same wavelength mm. as at that time of whatever time in that my life that was, whether it, and, and that's what's so cool about dating is like the people that you meet, you're meeting for a reason. Right. Like there's something in them that in, and in you that are, that is clicking. Right. Even if you don't click, there's something or else you wouldn't be meeting them. Yeah. So it, I, I love the idea of it being a reflection or a, a new start or, or a guide yeah. really. Absolutely. Because it's like, as soon as you do the work on yourself, you will meet better people more exactly. aligned with who you are becoming exactly. as long as you keep doing the work. And it's not, and that's the thing. It's like, love is the most powerful thing that we have, you know, Megan. And I think that this is uh, a side to my advice that I think a lot of the listeners will maybe listen, like hear for the first time, you know, but like, Love is the most powerful thing. It's the mm -hmm. most powerful energy in the world. And the reason for that is because it's the one thing, yes. it's the one thing in our lives that we can't control. You know, Megan, like I can control the reality that tomorrow I'm going to wake up at 5 a.m. I'm going to get on my bike. I'm going to cycle for 45 minutes. I'm going to drink my green tea. I can control the outcome of what I can create tomorrow. Would you say that you could do the same thing? Yeah. Yeah. But I can't sit here and I can't say, I'm going to wake up tomorrow and I'm going to find the love of my life. You know, it, right. it doesn't right. work that way. Right. Like love is the yeah. one thing in our lives that's so divinely ordered. Right. And people call it synergy. People call it like, oh, it's all meant to be sure. But when we really look at it, it's like it's not even in our control, you know, so given that truth, given that it's not even up to us to meet someone at the right time, at the wrong time, meeting this person or that person, when we know that love is the one department in, entire, in, in our entire lives that we can't very much manage, even while we're in it, right, Megan? Because even if we're in love, it takes two people yeah. to manage that to a successful outcome. You know what I mean? So given that it's this supernatural mm -hmm. gift, truly, truly a supernatural gift, right? It's one in which, you know, we have to essentially understand like before we even receive that gift, right? How much of your own self, right? Are you able to present out, you know, how much of your own self are you able to mirror to receive that, that 
gift of from to, from divine right like and so it goes back to that co- like concept right. it's like if I like for me I'm single now and what I love to do when, I, when I'm like freshly single or I've been single for like six months or whatnot and I'm ready to kind of activate that flirtatious energy again what I do is like I'll literally sit down and I'll blueprint like who I want to be right like who I want to become you know yes I'll be like yes right Yes. Yo. This is super important. It's like I'll I'll literally sit there and I'll I'll redesign my human self like almost like an art sketch where like I'll be like, all right, this is the new and improved Me too. Jenny 3.7, you know? Jenny 4.3. Like yeah. I'll, I'll, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, because the iPhone charger don't fit no more, right? Like we've evolved, you see? Right? <laughs> the, the same outlet. The same outlet for the iPhone charger has, it doesn't fit no more, you know? So, so what I always have so much fun with is like, you got to appreciate your prime fucking time being single because this is your freedom to create a blueprint of yourself. Like this is a blueprint, like talk about, everyone says Mm -hmm. self-love, Megan. And I think it's just so blown out of fucking proportion now. I can't even catch up with the amount of memes out there. It's like self-love, self-affirmation, but how do we do it though? Like give an action towards how we actually activate that quote, right? Which comes down to, which comes down to, Create a blueprint of who you are now and then create a blueprint of who you're about to become, you know, put in characteristics of your new self. Does she drink more water? Does she walk in the mornings? Does she, you know, yes. what's her lifestyle I've like? I've done this too. It's so right? insane. Yes. Because once you- It act- works. It, <laughs> everyone listening, do that. It works. It is. It's like build that blueprint. That's the answer. All of your characteristics. We need to allocate who it is that we want to become, who we want to live by for ourselves, right? And then surrender. And then surrender it all. Mm -hmm. And guess what? Not only will you activate yourself to becoming a higher dimensional self, but then you attract the real alignment soulmate, right? You're signaling to your soulmate, I'm fucking ready, baby. I'm on the map now and I'm going to work so hard to get to this point so that I get to attract you. Because by the time we attract one another, we're going to have so many things in common, right? With my new dimensional self and your new dimensional self, you know? And also last advice when it comes to love, like when you sit there lonely as hell, just think about this. This is a very simple concept. Just know that at the same breath that you're exuding, so is your person that's meant to be for you. Like, it doesn't matter where they wow. are in the world. It doesn't matter if they're on the other side of the world, right down the street, under your nose, right? It's a simple concept of knowing that your person, your person, the person meant for you is walking this earth. You know, they might be caught in the wrong relationship, they might have, you know, mm-hmm. made some mistake, maybe at home smoking weed. Who knows? Who knows? You know, all I do know <laughs> is that the idea of knowing that there's someone out there that you need to look like you need to work up to meeting. Right. Should motivate you in itself. Right. Yes. It should motivate you in itself to not just want love, but to work for love. Yeah. 
Yes. No, Megan? Yeah, and I think that you've said so many things that I just want to, I want to add like this and this <laughs> to everything because I, I think that, I think self-love and the the manifestation stuff on the internet isn't giving the full scope of what that actually means. Right. Because when people are saying self-love now, it comes off as, it, it's starting to seem like a joke, like, yeah. oh, like I'm eating pizza, self-love. And so right. it, that's not, first of all, that's not it at all. And then secondly, I think it, when you were saying um, it would never, it would never happen to go, I'm going to wake up tomorrow and find the love of my life. Mm. I think some people would probably say that they would try to do that because they're speaking it into existence, quote unquote, mm. or, you know, manifesting it by talking it out loud. But that's not manifesting it. You're just saying something and right. that's a lie. Right. So like in order to, it's the same thing. It's that faucet complex. Like you've got to have emotion behind it. Mm. Like you must, you must believe that you're going to meet that person or yeah. that will never happen. Right. And the thing about it too, is like to do the work on yourself. Mm -hmm. You're, if you do that work on yourself, this is like an incentive. Cause we've already said that we, you need to do that. And everyone has like told us for years, like right. work on yourself and then like, you'll find the one. And it never seems like it's the truth, but it's right. been the truth all along. But here's some incentive is if you work on yourself so fully and become a, your own person that you don't need or even like care to find right. another person at, at that time, you are in turn calling forth the next level of like your partner 2.0, your par partner 4.5. Totally. Like if you do the, the work, you're going to start getting a higher echelon of people. Yeah. So if you, if you want to date a dum-dum, don't do the self-work. But if you right. want like a rock star partner in crime to the end of the earth, love right. do the work on yourself yeah it's like it's like no. you're paying it forward for yourself exactly oh paying it forward for yourself that's it that's it you know but i, I think that's what just that's I, it. I, did I, we solve love <laughs> mm, i think we just solved the equation <laughs> We did well. a, a fairly good job. Yeah. <laughs> I think we did. I think this is the perfect, the perfect end to a beautiful episode. I cannot uh, wait to, I'm, this is what I'm going to do after this. I'm literally mm -hmm. going to search like masculine energy, how to all, all tonight. Um, but where can, <laughs> where can anyone find you on the internet? More of you. How do they get how do they get everything of yours? Because they need it. You're wonderful and they need more of you. I love that. Yeah. So um, for one, you can always find me on my website. It's just JennyChang.com. And uh, my Instagram in, is JennyChangGang. Um, and then, so my Instagram is JennyChangGang. And my TikTok is I am JennyChang. Oh, amazing. Oh my gosh. Thank you so oh. much for joining the pod. This has been one of my favorite this episodes and for anyone listening if you have a sticky situation or a burning concern call us at 805-751-9071 you give us your age and we will do the best we can with what we have on the day of recording which today was beautiful it was perfect thank you so much for having me megan thank you thank you um everyone be safe don't get concussions and we'll see you next time on just a tip bye, bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>